you are listening to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and on behalf of my co-host and friend, Chrissy Dunham, I just want to say thanks for tuning in. Have you ever wondered what the Bible has to say about fear and worry? Have you ever wondered how to decorate an odd-shaped room? Have you ever wondered how to make a quiche with a sweet potato crust? Well, you're in the right place because we talk about all the things. If Chrissy and I don't know the answers to some of life's biggest wonderful questions, the guests we have on certainly do. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Wonder Podcast. Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Christy Dunham, and I am here with my co-laborer, Lisa <laughs> Clark, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Lisa, what in the world has been going on in your world? Well, we are finishing summer. We're right. in August, and it's, it's hot. hot. It, I noticed in the car today that it was 100 degrees, so this mm-hmm. is Texas in August, and mm-hmm. that's about, you know, we've come, but it's been a pretty cool summer, Really, so nice. we cannot complain. That's right. We just came in from Vegas. What was that like? Well, we went to market, as many of you know. I work for my daughter, and uh, Vegas was 107. Oh. I don't know that I've ever been that hot, but I did it. I survived. And just tried to move from air conditioner to air conditioner. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. It's a great plan. In the midst of um, summer. But today, Lisa, I speaking of summer and heat, we have a guest on that is near and dear to our heart. And I call her my Hawaiian princess. She grew up in Hawaii, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. But her name is Janine Baird. And today, Lisa, we're going to talk about joy and suffering. And when I think about joy and suffering, Janine Baird comes to mind, came to mind, all those things, because she's going to share her story today. And it's just amazing what God does in her life that she allows him to do, that she chooses joy every single day. So welcome to the Wonder Podcast, Janine. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are so excited to have you. So let's just start out with you talking about the the road that the Lord has chosen for you in these years of your life, these later years of your life, and what's going on with you when I talk about joy and suffering. Tell us uh, the suffering piece. Let's just start there. Well, I'll start at the beginning. In 2013, after singing, you know, in the 13 performances of the gift of Christmas, I, I lost my voice. I had bronchitis. That's not unusual. I usually get it, you know, December, January, every year. Well, here comes February, then March, and still I had no voice. So I went back to my doctor and who suggested I go to an ENT specialist. And I thought, oh man, I have nodes on my vocal cord. And as a singer, that's not what you want. But, you know, I still sang in choir at church. You know, I just kind of milly vanillied it and lip synced. You know, no one knew any difference. And then April and May passed and my specialist said, it is beyond his knowledge, and so he referred me to UT Southwestern. Well, it was there at UT Southwestern that they found two non-malignant tumors, one on my cervical spine, the nerve on the nerve root, and another tumor on my 
left jugular foramen that paralyzed my left vocal cord. And that's why I couldn't speak. And, you know, Christy and Lisa, I wasn't scared. I knew so many people were praying for me. Y'all, my family, my friends, our church. I was experiencing a supernatural peace. And then I also had physical evidence of the Lord going before me at this time. I didn't have to go out and find the doctors and vet specialists. UT Southwestern assigned me five different specialists, including a neurosurgeon, radiation oncologist, ENT vocal specialist. You know, two of them were actually the department heads at UT Southwestern. And so (laughs) they scheduled me for two three-hour MRIs. Yes, I stayed in that tube for three hours because mm. it was like one hour for my brain and skull, one hour for my neck, one hour for my spine. Then I had CAT scans, genetic testing, hearing testing, swallow testing. You know, I just showed up and I was like, okay, bring it on. You know, what's next? And so UT Southwestern in the month of September, I had 19 doctor visits in 30 days and I didn't have to do anything but show up. The Lord went before me. And here's another, wow, I know that's you, God, moment. At the time all this testing was taking place, UT Southwestern had a symposium there of 20 of the top doctors around the world in Dallas to discuss the rare disease of schwannoma tumors. What were my tumors called? Schwannoma tumors. So, these, this symposium of 20 doctors looked at my case, my specific case, and saw and deciphered that this is what my options were. I not only had a second opinion, I had 20. Mm-hmm. Again, the Lord went before me, you know? So their consensus was that surgery wasn't an option. The risks outweighed the reward. The chief of neurosurgery at UT Southwestern would not touch my tumors, the tumor on my spine, because I risk paralysis on my entire left side of my body. And he will do surgery only if or when it becomes life-threatening. And they decided that cyber knife radiation was my course of treatment. So on October, on my 50th birthday in 2014, I began my cyber knife radiation treatments on the tumor that was near my vocal cord. Can you imagine y'all not speaking for almost a year, not being able to go through a drive-through because they can't hear you? I just had to wave at people at church instead of saying hello. You know, I I was not even able to talk to my best friend on the phone. I couldn't talk on the phone. I couldn't talk to my family in Hawaii. We had to treat one tumor at a time because I had to wait a year in between each treatment for the tumor, the different tumors to allow my body to heal. Okay, so. June 2015. That was October. Now we're in the next year, June 2015. My parents came to Texas for a visit and I still didn't have any voice, even after my cyber knife. I went back to the doctor and she said that she could do a six hour surgery on my vocal cord. And during the third hour of my surgery, they'd wake me up with my throat wide open (laughs) to see if the vocal cord would respond to what she was doing. She was going to help try to move my vocal cord to the center so that I would have some type of voice. I was like, uh, what? You're going to wake me up? (laughs) I don't think so. So I went home that day and I prayed 
what do I do, Lord? You know, you've gone before me. Which way do I go? What do I do? Y'all, I heard, wait upon the Lord. I heard that like y'all are talking to me right now. I heard it. I heard be still and wait. You know, all throughout the Bible, it says to wait on the Lord. So I decided to wait. (laughs) And I called the doctor the next day and I said, I've decided not to do surgery. I will be still and I will wait on the Lord. Y'all, the next day after this happened, my voice started coming back. The next day, hallelujah. And my parents were here, you know, like I said, and they can testify to this exact thing that happened. They could actually hear me. I mean, all glory to God. And by December of that year, 2015, I was once again singing in the gift of Christmas. So Janine, yes, incredible. And I don't think I've ever, Chrissy has spoken with you about this, but I don't think I've ever heard the whole story. Yeah. This has, this pulled out. And I think you've said so many times in this um, that that God went before you, that you waited on the Lord, that you were still. Isn't that interesting um, during these times of suffering where, because you probably, had you ever walked through any kind of situation like this in your life before? No. 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 I, you know, me, I'm happy-go-lucky, just moseying along through life and, (laughs) and then boom, this hits. Yeah. And so isn't that how it usually works. And so were you able to see as you walked through this, how he had prepared you ahead of time, how those Bible studies, how that faithfulness, how the worship, all the things that you had done up until this for 40 years plus had prepared you for such a time as this? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, all the Beth Moore and Priscilla Shire Bible studies that we did, Jenny Allen sung in the Prestonwood Choir for 30 years. My dad was a volunteer music director for over 40 years in Hawaii. And music has always been part of my life. And so the songs that our choir sings in, in the past and our current would just come back to me and just flood me. And I remember like sitting in my on the table, having cyber knife radiation, and I would play praise and worship songs. And I'd tell them, crank it up, crank it up. And the whole room just filled with praise and worship. And it was so cool because some of the technicians were Christians also. And they just loved when, you know, my treatments came because they could worship along with me during the day for them. So, um, Absolutely. You know, it, it it prepared me, but now I have, I feel a deeper trust and faith in the Lord. Okay. Now that was one tumor. I have another one. I have a cervical spine tumor that I have three hour MRIs twice a year since 2014. And in December of 2016, I had cyber knife radiation on that second tumor that's on my spine. Now it's called a nerve root tumor because the all the nerves that go to the left side of the body, that's exactly where my tumor is. And it is encased in the nerves and putting pressure on all those nerves that come out into the left side of the body. The pain that I had been experiencing was growing to the point of me not being able to move 
I'm waking up and crying, not being able to go to sleep because it hurts so much. Y'all, it felt like like I was being stabbed by Excalibur. I was the stone and Excalibur is the sword, the sword and the stone, you know? I mean, that is how intense my pain was. And after my treatments, it did show that the tumor had stopped growing. However, the damage to my nerves has already been done. And the thing about schwannoma tumors is that these tumors are all internal. You know, walking around town, people have no idea what I have to get through that day to get to the point where I am able to walk around town or go to the grocery store or go to choir practice. You know, I'm not on crutches. I'm not losing my hair. The destruction is all internal. So fast forward to 2019 and my chronic pain has me. And and this is my night routine. I have been sleeping in a recliner for two years. I take 70 different pills per week. I'm using two types of hand compressing gloves um, for my nerves. My right hand, I cannot make a fist in it anymore. I can't snap my fingers. Um, But I've learned to, you know, use it. I wear a blackout eye mask. I wear earmuffs to to put a compression on my skull. I wear a cervical neck pillow to raise my skull off my spine while I sleep. I have two ice bags on each shoulder. Of course, I take a variety of CBD products too. And I've also had three spinal injections where I had to be sedated in order for the procedure to be done. And over this period of time, the the pain just increased has increased. And I did. I I missed birthday parties, luncheons, family dinners, going to church. Because you see, the pain is greatest in the mornings. And the pain would start lasting throughout the day. And the pain sometimes would linger into night. Um, It was hard to work up the energy to put on makeup and get ready and, you know, put on the happy face for the world. And at one point, I, I couldn't do it. You know, nothing worked to get me out of my funk. And this was last year. You know, I used to have a system when the pain would hit. You know, I've always loved the Lord since I was nine years old. I always praised the Lord. I always sung to the Lord and given him the glory. But I couldn't get out of this funk I was in. I, You know, I would wake up in the morning. I would thank the Lord for the trial that I'm in and hope I can glorify him in some way through it. Then I start counting my blessings. I take my meds. I play some praise and worship music on my echo. I light a candle or my diffuser, you know? And of course I always pray because what else can you do when pain hits so strongly that you can barely open your eyes or have energy to speak? I prayed. I talked to the Lord. You know, sometimes all I could say in my head was Jesus in between my tears, just his name over and over again. You know, every day I would finally have relief sometime during the afternoon. Sometimes it would last until the evening, but you know, relief would come. And I was so, I am, I am so incredibly thankful for that. But then I found myself staying up longer because I knew the pain was coming by the time I woke up. Sometimes the pain wakes me up and I'm whimpering before I even open my eyes. You know, I I looked at what was my new normal. I'm 56 years old at that time, last year, and I will have this for the rest of my life. Can I endure this for the next 20 years or so? 
you know, on, on Facebook, I'm part of a private group of uh, called Schwanoma Fighters and Survivors. And I logged on to see what wisdom and encouragement others had. And there was a young woman in her 30s, and she was saying she wanted to go to Vermont or Maine because euthanasia is legal there and wanted to know the steps and how to proceed. She could not face the rest of her life with this pain that we are all experiencing. She wanted to end it, y'all. You know, shockingly, there were many that felt the same way on this thread. They used to be able to do this or that and are no longer able. This Bikram yoga teacher who owned her own studio could no longer do yoga. This Ironman athlete who can no longer compete. And the list goes on and on. So many desperate and despondent people. So I got on and I told her, no, do not give up. There is always hope. You know, technology and medicine is always changing. I said, Jesus is hope. He will not give up on you. You don't give up. And then I got a Facebook just shaking. And it was then that I knew that I needed help. I was in a dangerous place myself. And I didn't want to get to the point where this young woman was. Yes, last year, desperation, depression had indeed crept in. And my husband, Kyle, who is my knight in shining armor here on earth, found me a wonderful God-anointed Christian counselor that helped me to eventually rise out of the muck. Again, the Lord went before me. During all of these appointments, you know, at UT Southwestern, the great thing about what I had gone through these past years, I was able to witness to the people in whatever waiting room I was in. You know, I bebop on in there and I'm smiling and uh, then I, you know, strike up a conversation. I'm asking them, you know, what are you here for? And and then we start talking and then I ask them, you know, how can I pray for them? And sometimes I actually prayed with them right then and there. You know, I got to pray with this this man before his MRI, you know, we're both wearing those gowns they make us put on and our IVs are stuck in our arms and, and we got to hold hands and, and pray. And I got to uh, help calm him down. He already had taken a, you know, a pill to calm down during the MRI, but, you know, it was such an honor to be able to do that, you know, uh, for him. Mm -hmm. When I, these stories that you're telling, when I think of you, here is what I wrote down. That Janine is salt and light. And you just shared that. How in the waiting rooms and with the doctors and all the things, you are always joyful. Always. Always. <laughs> the other thing I wrote down about you is that when people go into suffering like this or many, many, many other ways and many other things, when you become a victim and it just encompasses you and you can't function, that's the enemy because you become so selfish and it's all about me and it's all about all these things. And of course, you're going to feel that. And of course, you're going to walk that. But mm -hmm. you snap out of it. Mm -hmm. You snap out of it. And the only way you do that is because of the Lord. Yes. In suffering, I see in your life a miracle and I see a mystery. 
And that is how I feel about many people that I know that are suffering with different things, whether it's a prodigal, a prodigal child, yes. something going on in your marriage. I mean, it could be anything that you're suffering with, right. but you choose joy. You choose Jesus. And that is a daily choice that you have to make. Yes. Bogged down in all the selfishness of what has happened to me. So when I think Janine Baird, I think you are the aroma of Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't know why God chose you for this, but I'm starting to see it. Part of that mystery is he knew that you would stand for him, that you would speak for him, that you would be him. And all these years of the Bible studies and the worship songs and all the things are now you are now experiencing like never before. And you are sharing that with other people. The Lord has chosen you for this. Because you are built for this. You are handling this. You are representing him well. And there's a verse that I found thinking about you and suffering. That is in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And this is Paul talking about, these are like the character of Paul's ministry. And Paul went through many, many sufferings. But in verse 10, it says, as grieving, yet always rejoicing as poor yet enriching many as having nothing yet possessing everything janine you have everything in jesus and all of us do everybody that has a relationship with the lord we have all these things we are equipped with the same things that you have so as you've suffered how many years has it been seven seven since it started Uh uh-huh yeah. So you have many years ahead. There is no good news for your diagnosis, but you are the aroma of Christ in choosing joy. And that's why I wanted the listeners of the Wonder Podcast to hear this, because it is possible when you're suffering to have joy. You Absolutely. are an example of that. Yeah, I agree. And I've, I've watched just seeing you um, at different things. And also um, that Chrissy kind of was telling me the story through the years. You just had a new grandson. I mean, God is so good. You've been able to experience these incredible blessings. Here's something that I ran across that Oswald Chambers says in my utmost for his highest, which I love that devotional book. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He says, no normal, healthy saint ever chooses suffering. He simply chooses God's will. As Jesus did whether it means suffering or not. Mm-hmm. And anyone who suffered, I think you've asked yourself this question or you've said this to yourself, and I'm sure you have too, Janine. The question is not why me. The question is why not me, right? Exactly. I have always said that during this whole time. Yeah. Why not me? Yeah. You know, and I do. I count it all joy. Amen. That, that the Lord would entrust me with this trial. Yeah. And and through this trial, I always look, well, how, how can I glorify you, God, through this? And, and you know, Chris, it's funny that you, you talked about 2 Corinthians because right above that exact verse in, in verse 3 is one of my favorite uh, parts where it says, The Father of mercies, the God of all our comfort, who comforts us in our, our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So, you know, I just felt honored to pray with those people. And, and, I'm, and I hope I um, encourage 
at least one person out there that uh, not to give up. You know, there is always, always hope in Jesus Christ and to choose joy. Uh, Every morning you make it. Sometimes it's harder than other times, but choose joy. It's a choice. That's exactly right. So our question today on the Wonder Podcast is, I wonder how someone has joy in suffering. And I hope our listeners are listening to this because we're all going to suffer and we're all going to walk a journey sometime in our life. And I want you to thank Janine Baird. I want you to think of all the things she said today and what an aroma of Christ you are and how he is using you as salt and light. Thank you, Janine, for being with us today. We love you, appreciate you, and are praying for you. Thank you. Love you. I want to just say this scripture, Romans 1.18, I mean 8.18, one of my favorite scriptures. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Mm. And And I know that is the case in your life, Janine. And you are glorifying God in your suffering right now. And you do have joy in suffering you're showing us how to do it yes. <laughs> and uh, it's yes. beautiful and i'm so thankful that god has blessed you with this new grandson and um, he's precious <laughs> precious 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 little thing i know you're just on cloud nine well thank you so much for joining us thank you all thank you Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate it. If you like what you heard and were encouraged, please go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because your recommendation for our podcast brings us great joy and it helps others find out about us. And if you are able to help support our podcast ministry, we would absolutely love that. You can go to chrissydunham.org and click the link to the party table. No donation is too small. We are so thankful for you. God bless.